Seek. Seek 2019. You were freaking beautiful. You were freaking beautiful. That was incredible. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to everyone who said hi. A big, big um, thank you to everyone who talked to us about how their podcast has impacted you in some way. I am humbled. I am blown away. I am grateful. I am a cluster F of emotions because of you beautiful, beautiful people out there. So everyone who came to the meetup, Everyone who hung out with us, talking to you like Ricky, talking to you like Mary, talking to you, to like Vicky, talking to you, that one guy to my one group of dudes who are awesome. Uh, anyone who's who told us about how the podcast has helped them out, I am blown away by all of you guys. Thank you so much. This is one of the best weeks of my life. I had such a great time. A uh, big, big thank you as well to Cameron and Matt Frad. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Uh, thank you for allowing us to take over half of your booth um that was awesome uh what a great experience this week was i'm so grateful to the lord for his for his love for us that there's a god who who exists and that can be known and not only does he manifest himself in the sacraments but he manifests himself in community through his church and this week was a beautiful example that i am just a better person because i was there and i am so grateful for all of you that we were able to talk to. This was a great week. Thank you to um, every. Thank you to the Focus people for uh, having us out there. That was awesome. Cannot wait to do that again. That was just great. So again, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We have the Catholic stuff you should know, guys, on this episode. They were so awesome. We had such a great chat. Yes, Father John and Gomer did chat about the uh, point heard around the world on Catholic stuff you should know over the summer. And these guys quickly became one of my favorite podcasts overall. I just like love everything they're about. God has amused them to profoundly impact my life. Half my love for like Balthazar comes from the stuff that I have learned from them. So very excited. This is such a great conversation great audio quality as well thank you again mel um everyone who supports us on patreon at patreon.com slash c-f-p-a-r-t-e-o-n.com slash c-f you've actually um seen the video of this so and if you have and if you really uh haven't yet go over there and check that out all right i don't want to i'm going to stop talking this episode is so good here it is catching foxes with catholic stuff you should know start the music gormley All right, microphone check one. Can you all hear us out there? Yeah. Catching boxes for everyone. And Catholic stuff you should know. Yeah. yeah. Here we are together at last. Uh, we made it through the summer with friends again. Uh, <laughs> uh, not really, but uh, no, it's we fine. Can, we, we can, can play games. Like, uh, we can play. <laughs> Why is it every six months we always have the thing where it's like, so... How so, are things? <laughs> How's the family, Gomer? Here we go. Here we go. I'll tell you how the family is. The Summer of Scandal. <laughs> Just feel it. God, these guys are impressive, huh? Scandal. <laughs> That's a, re- a ringtone that if you're a Patreon supporter, you too can get the Summer of Scandal ringtone. Why do we make jokes out of horrible things that have ruined all of our lives? <laughs> and how long did that take to make? That was pretty impressive. My friend, about seven seconds. That's seven really? seconds. It's the power of logic. Apple knows what it's doing. So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing a live show here at Seek 2019. We're joined with our friends over at Catholic Stuff You Should Know. 
I hate it when I see the the letters of like C uh, C X Y Z. Yeah. yeah, I get lost. You have to answer. What is the J Ten initiative? You want to answer that one? Well, Look, they both pointed at. Each I, other I wasn't around, so I, I can record on, on. I came into the podcast late, but J Ten was January two thousand ten, which was when Pope Benedict the sixteenth had the prayer intention to use technology to further evangelization. Uh, oh gosh! So it was a response. I knew it was a holy call. thing. Yeah. I knew it was a holy thing. And that started. With it started what? holy. It's been it got yeah. more profane over the years. <laughs> the catching foxes. Swamp. We yeah. got nothing on you guys, though. So yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, did we ruin it? Speakers we too loud. Right. Okay. We, right. we ruined Christmas. <laughs> hey, when does this show get over? When do we stop talking? When does it end? Because I need a hard stop. Someone didn't read the email. <laughs> a- hour 15. We have. Hour 15? Nice. Okay. So that's like hour 15. Half a lot of people one, are going to have worn out butt cheeks sitting out on the <laughs> <Yeah>. floor. <laughs> See how I edited myself? I said butt cheeks. Like, this is a, this is a PG version now. Is it, we weird, is it weird being so close together, you know? Because you guys are usually not in the same weird. state, correct? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So Luke's in Cincinnati. I'm in Houston. Well, he, it's a city that we don't know. <laughs> and whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and I'm in matter. Houston. So we do everything via Skype. So whenever I... This is good that we're shoulder to shoulder, so I don't have to look at him. That is Yeah, good, yeah. actually, it... it yeah, I would probably lose all train of thought and just stare longingly. <laughs> I can't stop staring at people. I'm like, <laughs> you know, we got Leah Darrow here, we got Mike Schmidt, but nobody's more beautiful than Catching Fox. Thank God, calendar, calendar, yes, calendar, calendar, shirtless calendar. Spring Break 06. Leah Darrow said, "I'm a princess. Uh, <laughs> I'm a daughter of the father." Uh, yeah, so um, okay, so is this the show. This is the show. This is the show. You guys, you guys. I'd like to just say, you guys are the kings of the banter. You know, the that, kings of banter. You are right. Well, it's it's weird because okay, so like we banter a lot, and people don't complain about it too much. You guys oh. get like complaints all the time because look yeah. at your crowd. These people are awesome, right? Most of them are bearded, men and women. <laughs> yeah, he's even wearing the glasses, oh, right. sunglasses, right. little mo with a gimpy leg. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so. You guys um, started your podcast with people that we know. I think Father right? Mike Rapp was okay, the so original. With I don't. Me. So and Joe was Doman. He, and Doman. Doman was in yes. for a bit. Yep, that's right. Yep. Okay. A terrible person. And then didn't um, Jonathan Minto help you guys? Or Minto something? helped us get it started. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Humble also. So it's all the oh, Stu Mill oh, boys. Yeah, so. it's, all yeah. it's all the AMG. It's all the AMG guys. Oh, yes, exactly. Uh, the second generation. It is. AMG is a gift that just keeps on taking. Sorry, Holy Mother Church. We are needy for attention. Cue Balusdesky, everyone. Nice. Oh, that is awesome. Just remember, it's not the new evangelization unless you're making money off of the new evangelization. <laughs> right, exactly. Patreon.com slash CF for more information. <laughs> so how's your podcast going? Like, like, how do you guys, like, how do you feel about it? Do you guys feel like you're in a good spot? Do you feel like you're, are you guys yeah. trying to grow stuff? Are you trying to, like, quit? We don't think about it much, but we made T-shirts and stickers for the first time. So that's guys. a thing, right? Are we real, we're a real podcast after making stickers and T-shirts? Yeah. We were supposed to have a meeting with a guy yeah. about T-shirts, and I never set it up <laughs> because neither of us are organized. We have no skills. We, I had, we do uh, have somebody now, though, that we have a helper, Andrea, that, uh, that kind of says, like, okay, guys, they know Andrea do Polito. a post. Andrea Polito. Yeah. Like, send a post, make stickers, do a T-shirt, like, respond to this, whatever. Nice. Like, okay. And then we do none All of right. it, and the Italian yeah. rage comes out, and Andrea. Yeah. Yeah, and she it. is yeah. she's yeah. a fighter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My first uh, introduction to your show was actually an episode where you talked about Andrea's dark past in such a joking <laughs> manner, like yeah, she's a drug user and all this stuff. And I was like, <gasps> what? 
the... Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was I'm awesome. Just, I'm still reaping the uh, repercussions of that. Can yeah. I yeah. I'll tell you guys about... This is all me just like... I was, this is just going to be like me saying... And then I have this one story for you while I'm trying. Luke, okay? there's a microphone you have to talk <laughs> into <laughs> it. Don't look at me. <laughs> I can't. It's weird. Okay, so... Like, I... So, like, I like I'm new you guys back... Back, back when I was at like Denver and stuff, and I knew that you guys had a podcast, but I didn't want to um, listen because I was afraid I wasn't going to like it because I was in the like <laughs> other pod podcast. So any like um, Catholic stuff, I was like, it probably sucks, and I didn't want to hear it because I didn't want to like judge you guys. And so I, I had actually um, broken up with my now wife, and you guys were doing a live podcast at uh, what bar was it? Uh, some bar they were doing. Okay. Oh yeah. Theology on tap. On. Yeah. And I was just so angry at her, but I just like wasn't paying attention. I'm like I'm sure. It's a good podcast, but I'm just. <laughs> I just I'm in a self-destructive pattern. I, I know exactly. Yeah. And I just remember I was I was like watching the um, Bengals lose to the Steelers, I believe, as is tradition, common. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like, <laughs> oh, this sounds like a good podcast, but it's not the Nerdist, so who cares? Turns out, turns the out, Nerdist podcast ugh, um, ugh. didn't anyways, end well. Did and not then end I like, well. heard it, and because so, so okay, so like we did ours. And I was like, okay, I should probably um, listen to like all of the Catholic stuff that is out there. And so I like, so I actually, so I actually like, like um, heard yours, and I was like, holy crap, this is like really good, like really, really good. And then I was like, it's we're okay. never gonna um, live up to this. Um, so then we decided to take it in a completely different, different direction. direction. Yeah, yeah right. Postmodern, we're gonna suck. But really, really badly. Well, yeah. So, and then it'll go that opposite thing where it's so terrible. You're like, oh, it's like a car accident. You can't pull yourself away. You're like, might as well keep binging. These guys are revealing way too much about their sex lives and all this stuff and their inadequate prayer life. And yet they call themselves Catholic ministers, you know, all that stuff. So I only listen to one podcast. And it's catching foxes. So whatever, oh. however much you're sucking, you guys are doing. Good so, so when like you first um, brought up our podcast, I was so scared because I was like, "Oh God, please say it's good." Oh. Because if you guys were like, "Oh, this thing sucks," because I will say that about other podcasts if I think it sucks, right. I'll be like, "The crunch is terrible." Or <laughs> that's I'll something we all like, acknowledge. Or I'll be like, "Hey, this podcast here is just like I'm ripping off of, of right. like, you know, like everyone else because they don't have an original idea, and I'm shallow." Um, I love like, our topic today. It's like let's affirm each other and make and make fun of everybody else. <laughs> but like, well, if they were here, we'd affirm yeah, them. But yeah. they're not. Here. How long did it take for like for like all you guys to feel like okay, I'm good at this, or like I'm at least like right. I'm comfortable when I'm not in a fishbowl? So we went through a number of uh, evolutions of this thing. So first off, it was Mike Rapp and I, and we weren't even priests yet. And then Doman and Goble jumped in, and Goble. I mean, look at his haircut. It's like every, oh everything God. changes, you know. Everything when, changes. You know, you just you're not the same person after you look at that. Does and, he like me? I have a feeling that he doesn't <laughs> like me. Can, uh, does everyone listening get an understanding of how fragile Luke is? Like he refused to listen to your podcast because he's scared if it would be too good or too bad. No, oh, listen. My let me tell you something. The Goble's key, the key to understanding. Is that Goble doesn't like anybody, right? <laughs> Leah Darrow just interviewed him in this room for an hour and trying to make him his best friend, and he was just like, "Yeah," you just see him kind of squirm. Well, this is the first time that we ever like um, hung out because, like, uh, so he used to hang out over at my wife's house because she was at a house with like a bunch of guys. Were, like, inside jokes people. make inside the, friends. Here, let me explain the story first. You can go three seconds without talking. It'll be okay. I can't though. I can't. <laughs> um, and so, and like, she's like, "Oh, he's so awesome. He's great." And I was, I was pumped. I was like, "Hey." And he's like, hey. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. well, see you later. I'm friends <laughs> well, with Peter my self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, this is so great for everyone who has no idea what I know, we're talking exactly. about. So. Denver. So, okay, so, 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 so yeah, like so it went through, it went through a number of kind of yeah, iterations.
conversations. And so uh, Mike and I started it, and it was originally like never going to go longer than ten minutes. It was just going to mm-hmm. be this kind of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many hundreds of podcasters have said that? It's just going to yeah. be a short form audio. Seriously, guys, we're just going to do a lot of content in a short amount of time. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we talked. No, <laughs> that's how we talked. So that lasted a year, and then Goble came in. He brought the banter, and then mm-hmm. things started to kind of develop. Um, and then Olaf came in four years ago, right? Yep. Three and a half it's years been ago. That long, like that. So yeah. when I went to Rome, we needed a guy back home because that's when it split. Because Mike was already in Rome, so Mike went to Rome. Oh, okay, yeah, like yeah. freaking fifty years ago, and uh, that's when Goble and uh, Doman were in, and then Doman left, and Goble and I were doing it, and then we brought Olaf in when I left, and that's when it became four. So it's okay. very complicated. So, okay. so anyways, I think we hit our groove when you came in and we had kind of the, the guys. It wasn't like every week we were doing it. Because you guys know what it's like. I mean, it's, it is a slog. It, it's a it, it lot. Can, it really yeah. can exactly. be, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we do it for the fans. Right. We do exactly. it for the fans. Exactly. Not for that sweet, sweet stamp dot, stamps.com all the money. For <laughs> the fans. <laughs> for the fans. <laughs> for the fans. <laughs> One day we'll sell Casper mattresses to you. One day. One day. Uh, now it's just beard balm. I want to tell you guys really quick about Catholic Bomb Co. I'm sure you guys have uh, heard about them before. They make that great Catholic beard bomb. They make they make really great hand lotion. It's actually really good. They make uh, awesome on the lip balm as well. Well, like anything that you buy there, you can get 10% off with the code catching foxes. So again, catholicbomb.co, use the code catching foxes one word for 10% off catholicbomb.co. Code word for ten percent catching foxes. How do you guys uh, like so? Okay, so okay, so when, whenever you try to create stuff, there's always like a bit of uh, tension. I, I I guess. How do you guys when that like happens? How do you guys try to like solve that with the tension? Address, yeah, yeah. When things like between us. Yeah, yeah, like, or, or, or I like just imagine a lot of arm wrestling or yeah. probably something like well, that. Well, let's just let's give you a little vignette. Two days ago, I walk into <laughs> Goebel's kitchen. It's like 1130 at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, Olaf's yeah. sitting there just being his phlegmatic self, kind of not thinking about, not worrying about anything. Goebel is already freaking out about the podcast on Saturday, right? Yeah. And, and we realized that nobody ordered stickers. No, the shirts haven't arrived, and we don't. Have, and we don't have a freaking topic for Saturday. So like, we literally have nothing. We've been planning this for nine months, and we have nothing. So everybody's screaming at each other, and then. Had a drink and then went to bed. And, uh, <laughs> so things got done. That's basically how, how it works, as yeah. you guys know. And then the so. t-shirts came in last second. We got the stickers last second. So, yeah, it all, so it all works. We're good now, yeah. Nice. And, the, and the topic we got last. We're waiting on a response. We're the worst at coming up with. Well, not so people worst. talk about, they're like, you know, obviously we're friends and we've known each other since 2001. That we have that friendship chemistry, right. you know, going. But people are like, you know, like, what do you, what do you decide to talk about when you intro your podcast? And we're like, we're trying to figure out what to talk about right. for the podcast. Right. It's working. And out. so our banter is like, okay, is this going to stick? Nope. Move on. Is this going to stick? Nope. Move on. Is this going to stick? It shouldn't, but we're going to stay here. Well, and it's weird too because when we first someone say started. something about Marvel, Marvel, please release a trailer, please. <laughs> I want to watch a woman punch an elderly woman on a bus. Oh, thank you, Captain Marvel. Thank you. Um, I take off your shirt. Make me feel bad about myself, and I stop working out. <laughs> and then Rob's. I'll make you feel. Shape. I'll make okay. you feel bad because of your microphone. Oh, you're so, okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> trying not to touch myself. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had another wait, question. I, I forgot. Wait, go, no, no, no. Go. Did you guys have you guys been to the Carmelite booth here? No. Oh yeah. So this is the coolest thing about the Carmelite booth. 
Luke's wife. Right over there. Luke's wife is on the, in the Carmelite booth because she was on. Is she a Carmelite? She was a novice for a year and a half. All right. And okay. I guess when the photographer came, <laughs> they took photos of her. So how awesome would it be to be like, yeah, that's my wife. Oh, there she is, right there. Yeah. Like, you know, like right there. every time I um, walk past, I'm like, that's another week where we won't be having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is that too far? This is, <laughs> it's not far enough. The beautiful thing about having a wife that doesn't listen to the show is that I get to say whatever I want, and there are no real-world consequences like right. that. So your wife does listen to the she show? She started to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I said, right. Shannon, you know, Aaron listens to the show to support her husband. Right. And she goes, that's great for Aaron. <laughs> and literally got up and walked away, yeah, and I was, I was like, like, wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Okay, I'll go do the dishes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I don't, but okay, yeah. I say I will. <laughs> One thing I love about watching Extroverts podcast is that they literally are coming to the ideas. I don't know if you understand oh, yeah. this. I'm yeah. also an yeah. external process. Yes, it's like that. we can't think, then we have to talk, and then we can think, and then we can talk, and then we think, and then we get to a topic, and then we're like, oh, there it is. And it's like, you know, so. This is pure luck. But the friendship is the key. That's why we're kind of of the same... That's right. You yeah. guys, oh, it's just it so beautiful. You know, I'm so touching beautiful his this. knee. Yeah. <laughs> For the record. I, I was saying earlier that I drove by the tattered cover on South Santa Fe in, in, in uh, Denver, and I thought I used to sit at that tattered cover for two hours before recording and come up with an entire outline for the podcast. Are you serious? And the other day, Goebel's like, let's, re- let's record. I said, okay. We just walked down into the studio and started talking. And so that's how much And I was like, yeah, changed? it just over, over a couple of years, I've gone from like near monologue podcast because uh-huh. I found out everything I was going to say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To just saying, you know what? The, some of the best ones we've done, we had like a short idea, and we, you know, one one of us hit it from the other one. We went mm-hmm. in and started talking about that was some of the best co- podcasts we've ever done. Is nice. with, it was like zero yeah. prep. Yeah, and the best part uh, of this conference that I've realized is Leah Darrow, her husband, right, former Green Beret, right, and married a model, like, and he like is on a farm, like this guy won life. I think there is a sign. Well, and your wife's a Winner. Catholic speaker. Okay, yeah, there okay. you go. Yeah, number one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm a podcaster. <laughs> like, what have I done with my life? Your beard smells like chrism, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Thanks, uh, Catholic beard bomb. I had a weird uh, interaction with the guy on that today. I was like, are you wearing chrism? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, see you later. And then we just yeah. on. This is okay. weird. But the, the thing you left out was your nose was touching his chin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did yeah. you know? Get your nose out of my beard. So. <laughs> all right, dun, dun, Catching dun, dun, Foxes, dun, dun, dun. remind us when you guys started. Whose idea was it? And uh, oh, give us the reason go. for the title. Yeah. Here we okay, go. Here we go. So, so I got Luke into podcasts. I was a podcast fanatic, all technology podcasts from early on because the nerds are the early adopters. This is like 2008. Uh, yeah, wow. and then Absolutely. we talked about it for years and years, and then finally Luke was like, we need to pull the trigger on this. So, yeah, so I actually had an idea to do one that's pretty much the exact same thing with Peter uh, with Peter's, um, Zalasco ah. out out in oh, Denver. We, uh, we actually met at the, what, what's that one? A I'm poor man's there. Michael Gormley, anyway, as yeah, he's known so around my we, condo. Yeah. We, like, went and got free pie. And sat there and like got on coffee and we're just trying to come up with like ideas and in true Luke and I'm with Peter Form never did a thing about it afterwards. <laughs> it's called follow through. <laughs> <laughs> and so about like six months later, I was uh, kind of at like a weird point in my life where I was like, "What the H am I going to do?" He said H. H. Yeah. He said H. First time in this podcast <laughs> history. Yeah. Yeah. Groundbreaking moment. We didn't cuss. Like, who <laughs> who are you? Who road. am I? What is happening here? What am I doing with my life? Um, and so I was listening to the bad, uh, the bad, the bad Christian podcast, which, which at that point in time hadn't gotten so deconstructed. 
constructionalist yet, where they're probably that whole own Protestant right, movement right, right, about yeah. everything's false. The, yeah, the undoing yeah, of their conversion. Really the deconstructionism of evangelicalism is the fruit of Sola Scriptura. Yeah, I said it. Absolutely. I said it. But okay, but it has been spoken. <laughs> I, okay, so I, I don't want to get too far off track, but yeah. I do because it, 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 like you know. But I do podcast. because that's the show. I, I do think <laughs> there is a thing where with like you know, like within the Protestant church, you do tend to have these. Own, you tend to have like movements. That then creep into the Catholic Church yeah. as well. Oh yeah, totally. like you look at the whole missionary um, discipleship thing, like this thing. Like I mean, and this is a good thing. And I think that look like, at the whole it, purity like, culture with God. Abigail. Yeah, right. it's there. Like I praying wonder... with the word just. <laughs> Father God, we just oh, we just God. come before yeah. you, and we just we just just want to hear your just hear your love spoken over and us. I just like... I don't know what that means at all, but we just we just really want to get high in emotions right now. Lord, my emotions want to be this high. <laughs> I, I just really do wonder, like, are we going to get to that? Like, is that going to start to creep in? And what's that going to, to look like? Because, like, you see Catholic. other yeah. things, like, yeah. again, um, certain on books, certain on topics. What? There is a microphone. I'm fine. One inch from <laughs> your face. Calm down. Look at how all of us I do the same down. thing. This is literally, Calm I'm doing down. the same thing to rap all the time, talking to the microphone. Yeah. Mike could be like, do the motions. Yeah. <laughs> Look, she is staring at Mel. Me. Mel, is she, Mel, Mel. She Mel is so I think, angry. I think Mel is judging you in her heart right Mel. now. <laughs> Mel, We've I'm self-conscious. I'm in a glass case of emotions Mel, right now. He deserves to be judged. A literal glass case of emotions, which Mel. is Which is, can let me just say, the only podcast my wife listens to is called Glass Case of Emotion. And Seriously. it is a NASCAR podcast. Whoa, I, my serious. wife is obsessed with NASCAR, football, baseball, and hockey. Wow. Your wife I, is so much more of a man than you. So much more of a man. <laughs> So much more of a man. She actually does um, woodworking as opposed to watching YouTube videos. Yeah, she actually does. And I'm like, honey, I watch all these woodworking videos. And she's like, yeah, I just whittled us a new bed frame. And I'm like, whoa. Okay. I'll Whatever, Gormling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just censored myself because yeah, I had a whole stream of cuss words emanating actually, from my wife at me. It's actually amazing to watch you guys. The self-control is just like. I, it is so bad. It is so so like, how do I communicate what I feel right now <laughs> yeah. without profanity? So many religious and cleric. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is clericalism at its finest. So answer- forcing me to censor myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are priests here. He gets. <laughs> we have nothing to do with this. Right? Yeah. And you I'm signed thinking- the contract, all right? You know, so, yeah. I'm thinking thirty minutes to answer your nice question. We have not heard an answer. Yet. Did you get an answer yet? We know nothing know. about. So, anyways, so Luke so, decided to so have a podcast. I have a podcast okay. And I basically, I, I really wanted to. I was tired. <laughs> I like there were it, it basically didn't exist and I, I think like honestly half the things that I wanted to hear was like probably all, was like all like your guys is one but I just didn't um, take the leap yet and so I was like there isn't a podcast that is there there isn't anything that I really want to hear and I'm and like I'm a big fan of podcasts like the WTF podcast or the ID10 podcast things where it's more about an hour's worth of like just great talks about our like only humanity and just um, life like yeah, real like the nerdist where they have you will, you never get access to a celebrity where they're not like selling something yeah, you know like yeah, you see right, them on yeah, the tonight right, show for right. five minutes and they're you know just there for the publicity of their movie but when you get them on a podcast long form audio where they're just talking about everything and anything and all these mm-hmm. cool things come up the nerdist episode that i listened to actually with my wife on a road trip was his interview with tom hanks Oh, and you just so good. Find out all, so I think it was good. like a, a two, two-hour episode, and it was incredible. And I was like, where is this in a Catholic context? In a Catholic context, a lot of it is it's talks, sermons, or mm-hmm. it's, it's like class. Yeah. You know? And so we wanted something Catechesis. that was 
discussion over instruction. So and Luke I, coined that term. I did that tag just to make sure that it wasn't him going on for about an hour. Yes. That's yeah. actually a uh, We have five episodes, five episodes that have never seen the light of day. I've mentioned this plenty oh. of times because they were all two and a half hours long and they were like 20-minute chunks of just me talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I would make a GeoCities joke in every episode. Every episode. <laughs> a Taylor Swift and a GeoCities joke. I wanted to be a thing. And it just was a it was so, thing, man. so pathetic. Yeah, so I, I, Raise your hands out there if you've ever heard of GeoCities. One guy. Oh, one, guy. One, two one, guys, guy. Three. two guys. Three. Okay. Yeah. Four. Think of it as Squarespace before Squarespace. I think, honestly... <laughs> I Raise mean, your like, hand if you've heard of Squarespace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raise so, your hands if you've heard of Squarespace. Or what about Wix. Wix, uh, yeah, people. I yeah. think like our like it really. I think the big uns. I think the big unspoken thing that I was really going through was I really wanted to ha- like have a podcast that talked about the split between um, like, grace and nature in real con, yeah. real concrete ways. And so that's why I think when like we really hit our hit our stride when we did the shut the hell. One <laughs> inch, Luke. One we inch from your mouth. When we Five did minutes. the um, when we did the the um, like um, episode eight on porn, and when we did that, yep. I was like, that's that's when it's like this is it. This is right here. This is really this yeah. Is what, episode this is what seven was with uh, Arlene Spensley. It was our first interview. At Chastity is this for was lovers. When? This was when. Uh, this, this is so. This would have been spring 2015. No, sorry, right over the summer. So we really, like, started. So came up with the idea in <laughs> November 2014, and we really started to do it spring 2015, right yep. after I started at who knows which diocese. It's a mystery. <laughs> mystery. <laughs> mystery. Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Day, Go Bengals! Oh, we're so bad. Um, so, and, <laughs> yeah, and that episode was cool because, like, our whole thing was we want to be – the reason why our podcast has cussing is not because we think cussing is end-all and be-all. Right, I've had plenty of people write me emails in the very beginning of our show quoting St. Paul on abusive language and your speech and all this stuff and Syriac. And so the idea of having a Catholic podcast that has explicit content was simply two guys having a, as honest a conversation as you can with microphones in your face. And mm-hmm. if, if, if we talk like that, then that has to go into the show. Right. And so when we began doing that, we had, uh, I would say, people ask us all the time, like, how many people, and like, angry people do you get about the cussing? We got three emails in the very beginning. We have some people who would say, like, I wish you wouldn't do that, but um, we had three emails in the very beginning. One was uh, just a dad who thought we were the trashiest people on the face of the earth. Right. He's not wrong. And, and he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Uh, no, I cleared my internet history. But the other thing was the uh, the uh, <laughs> this There's moaning this, out. I know, go. I know. That was a bad joke. That was a bad <laughs> joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Did it hit too close to home? <laughs> Maybe you need to listen to Matt Frad's "Love People Use Things" podcast. Um, but uh, human formation, people. Human formation. Father Sean will be speaking later. Uh, and so, um, Josh Applegate. Just hey, there's an in. AMDG guy taking photos. I, know. I bet he plays guitar. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He got, does. Look how trendy he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we but, get it. You're cool, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing with um, that episode, episode eight, was I was so nervous about interviewing our first interview with Arlene. I didn't know her. Luke was the one that knew her. That I had a six pack of Bud Light. Nice. And I finished <laughs> all of them in the first twenty minutes of the podcast. <laughs> 
And then when we finished our interview with her, I was like, oh my gosh, that actually went well. That was fun. That was good. I said, let's keep going. She brought up some interesting stuff. So then we started talking about our own personal past and as brutally honest way as possible about pornography. And uh, it, maybe there was some uh, influence that was allowing it to be more open, but um, it was awesome. And we felt like from that point on, that's the stride or tone that we wanted to hit. Nice. And I got an email from a rep. There he yeah. is. There he is. Get in here. The Get haircut is here. The haircut is here. Um, but I got an email from a rector of a seminary, and he said, I made all my first-year men listen to this because all of them are struggling with pornography. That's excellent. And it just started things like that. So then the other letters that we got about the language, um, we started getting more letters from priests um, from religious who were saying, please don't stop cussing because you're like a pressure valve for the church. Yeah, exactly. And that was our, I mean, that wasn't our goal, but that's just kind of what's happened over the, yeah. over time. Here's the last antidote. And then I promise I'm actually going to let you guys, uh, talk, talk, talk as well for about our first, like 10 episodes or so. There were always like a huge rush. Yeah. And I'd have to have a cigarette <laughs> afterwards. That was just so like, that was <laughs> no, awesome. No, that's not so I need to this, yeah. like, I didn't process this. And the first time that we actually, when, like, when we had the anti, when we, um, had the porn episode. I just walked around in this weird, like, parking lot at, like, 2 in the morning in the middle of, like, Illinois because I was, I was at some, like, church um, conference thing just, just going, this is it. Like, this is, this is exactly what I wanted to do. And just, I imagine some 80s awesome. pop song playing. It's like, <laughs> we did it! We did it. So, yeah. so, like, what episodes have, like, you guys done where, you, you know, like, after the fact, you were like, that. This was really cool. That was like, like, unlike like the rest was, of our stuff. Yeah, that like, was that worth was it. like this one. Yeah, I will because like I want the viewers that yeah. that are kind of that oh, with me. But I'd be curious to hear yeah. stuff from you guys. The, the scandal one we did on the the scandal and scouring was one that oh uh, yeah I think we're gonna talk about that <laughs> one Let's in do a little this right bit. Now, I, I, no, no, we're gonna talk that. about it. <laughs> but that that was one where I left and I said. I mean, we've gotten a lot of amazing feedback after a certain episode. Mm-hmm. Some people will write in and just say, changed my life, saved a life, came into yeah. the church. Amazing things that have happened over the years. But that one was, that was the first time where we finished one, and I said, that's going to change lives. Like, that was like, incredible. It, yeah. Just the it way that the, the three of us here were, were able to share, because we had not talked about it beforehand. Yeah. We all had our, I had already preached on it, and mm-hmm. I had processed it. Um, but I, we had not talked amongst ourselves. We pretty much said, "What you know? What are we doing?" We said, "Well, let's, let's just each lay it out on the, what, like, what our thoughts are and what, what's on our heart." And it came out. And I remember thinking, "I was I was more honest and actually angry than I thought I'd be because I don't get angry that easily." Mm. But I, I was like, "Well, we were recording, and then we had a couple moments of tension and 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 a couple moments of of you know just being confused." And it was it was thing was very evident. I remember finishing that and going. That that was a vulnerability that I think was spirit led and good, and and we should just like that let was, let that go. That was shortly after the PA, the yeah. grand jury, exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There's an episode that comes to mind for me that I think was a bit of a game changer, um, similar to that that interview podcast you were talking about. How long have you been ordained, Global? Four and a half years. Okay. So this how long has your haircut been ordained? <laughs> Two and a half. Two years. Two and a half years, yeah. yeah. That's the source of his power. You need Delilah to come and be like, what's your strength? And that Delilah is named Leah Darrow. Be my best friend. You're going to be in trouble tonight. Flee! Run away! No. So it was probably about five and a half years ago. We, uh, so we were th- almost four years into the podcast. 
And for a number of reasons, and everybody's fault, there was a there was a pretty serious falling out with Joe Doman. I remember, yeah. So yeah. Joe, oh, I didn't Joe even know was a, Joe was an old friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a great you know jerk comment. Early, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh, stepped on a landmine. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it, everything's fine. It was, I mean, it was there was it was a complex time. There was a lot of different reasons for it. Everybody mm-hmm. was to blame, but we basically didn't have the relationship to move on with the podcast mm-hmm. because, it, like you guys do it, it's very similar. If you if the friendship's not there then the whole thing falls apart, you yeah. know? And so yeah. we had a point where we had to go off the air for about eight months. Um, and this was, I think, the year before you were ordained, Goble. And, uh, and we just kind of disappeared off the air. And this is before Olaf was involved. And then we had to make a decision. Are we going to kind of say all the right things and just kind of gloss this thing over? Kind of the typical yeah. company line that mm-hmm. we hear a lot of times in the church. Like mm-hmm. just, oh, everything's fine, everything's fine, yeah. you know? The, you know, or are we going to actually be honest and say, yeah, you know what? This is really messy. Everybody screwed up, and uh, there's some serious consequences. We have not reconciled this relationship. We're not throwing anybody under the bus, but we have to, we're just going to acknowledge it. And the podcast was called The Truth. Okay. Yeah, and it was, a moment, it was a moment. We had just come back, and uh, we just really felt like the Lord was saying, you've got to be raw, and you've got to show the fact that like, it's not just happily ever after with companions, with marriage, with friendships. It doesn't just get, life doesn't just get better and better and better, and friendships get greater and greater and more and more awesome, but sometimes they collapse. And uh, excuse me, but when I had my conversion in high school, I was promised it would be nothing but exactly, better and better and exactly. better. Exactly, sweeter. So, and you're so much richer now, right? Oh, yeah. man, I'm yeah. so rich. Thank I you, know. Joel Osteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I live in Houston. That's right. You're the if you center give, of it. If you give 10% to God, God will give 100% back to you. Oh, wow. Well. Why don't the preachers just give themselves 100% and then God will just keep giving that back to them? I don't <laughs> think they realize that. That's yet. called logic. That's, That's called the problem. <laughs> So yeah, so that was a, that was I think that was a big moment for us um, cool. because it just it solidified the same thing, which is that this is not some kind of if you want nice formal presentations of content of the Catholic faith, there's a lot of different places you can go yep. to it, but this yep. is something different. This is about real guys struggling with the kind of the messiness of uh, following an incarnate God, and that means that things are not always reconciled, they're not always clean, and we got to talk about it in a way that's charitable, but also the truth. And so that was a moment for us, and then I think after that, it really. It, it started to flow. Um, Global got ordained. Global, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you guys are wait till your collapse happens. One I'll more. Take it. Oh, we got. Oh, what are you doing this spring? Yeah, total meltdown. We're due. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are due. No, you will not have that problem. So because we love each other, right? No, because you're in different states, probably. Because <laughs> yeah. we're in different states. <laughs> yes, distance makes. Did good. I cover that? Okay, Global. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mel, his that, hair gives a nod of approval. Is that okay, Mel? <laughs> How do you feel, Mel? You yeah. good about that? Mel? <laughs> yeah. Mel, this has to be your favorite podcast today, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> Kenny, she's too honest. Yeah, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. So let's talk Listen. about where you use the largest Catholic podcast platform, your show, <laughs> to lie uh, about my comments. Uh, that I uh, accuse all celibates of being potential child molesters. Uh, can we talk about your your uh, lie shaming of me? Can we talk about this? Great I had this. Yeah. Great that was perfect. I mean, yeah. It's an unbiased yeah. intro. It's Real it's subtle. fair and balanced. The best part was I had all these people who – because there's a lot of overlap between our shows of listeners, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why, but some people listen to your show. And uh, <laughs> they write in, they write in uh, to me via email, and uh, 
uh, not postcards, but uh, and they were like, "Oh my god, did you hear this episode?" And our friend John Drizaldi was like, "Who loves you guys?" By who way. loves, who you, loves guys. you guys? He said, "Oh my gosh, they just called you out by name, saying you think priestly celibacy is the cause of the sex abuse scandal. Uh, you have to address this. Fight, 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 fight." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, no!" And I was about to have this young adult event at a winery, and I pull out my phone and I put it in triple speed, and I listen through the podcast. And every time you weren't talking, I was like, "Skip." Skip, 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 and I finally get to that part, and I listen to it, and I was like, "Son of a!" And I lose it, and I call Andrea, and I'm like, "Hey, um, you know how your friend has the largest Catholic following? Um, he said some things." And then she called me back, and she's like, "We all think that," and I was like, "Oh no!" I have to say, we are so sensitive. So sensitive. So I was absolutely distraught. I was like, I didn't issue enough disclaimers. I walk into the winery, and I'm talking to someone, and I, I had just met them for the first time. And they were like, yeah, listen to your show. I love your show. I listen to some Catholic podcasts, like Catholic stuff you should know. Yeah. Literally the first conversation I had right when I walked in. And he said um, – he goes, yeah, I heard the recent episode where he said that. He goes, but I listened to that episode he was referencing, and he couldn't be more wrong. And I was like, okay, okay. And then the email started coming in, and I said, don't email. All of this I know. I said, don't email me. Email him. Email him. And sure enough, you, you, we through Andrea, we text, and he goes, you said, yeah, some of your fans have been uh, reaching out with your, which I have to say, you have a pretty uh, good broadcaster voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, so do you, my friend. No, I do not. I have a crooked jaw and uh, all this stuff that I think gives they have uh, better laughs than us though wouldn't you agree they got great laughs yeah you should see the waveform when I, I think, edit it I think what we should do instead like, of while we're kind of dealing with all of our personal baggage here yeah I'm bringing it out oh, this is raw this remember is raw the so, lord put it whoa, on your heart it was so authentic oh my this god is- <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry for the Nalgene <laughs> attack. You see what happens? Poor Mel. What happens? Poor Mel's just It's because I'm celibate. I'm so repressed. I can't handle my emotions. Waves of repression. It's just I can't have sex with anybody. So I'm, I'm so repressed. Get this man a wife. Get this man a wife. <laughs> You're sick. First off, <laughs> instead of blaming each other, why don't we just blame Andrea for this? Right? Uh, yeah. Let's blame the woman. You know? yeah. No, I'm no, because I'm, I'm legitimately afraid of her. No, so basically, Andrea. Yeah, we all should be. Can I have my water bottle back? Thank you very much. You're so from Colorado. Look at that. I know. Can so. I have my R E I water bottle back? I gotta go hiking. Someone grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> why don't you drink some more soda, guys, and just see how that pays on your body? <laughs> Listen, this Coke Zero aspartame is going right to my brainstem, and there is nothing wrong with that. Rewrite my DNA! Mm. <laughs> oh, cover the sadness <laughs> with laughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, okay. Oh, man, we're doing this. All right, so, first off, Andrea was like, okay, Gomer doesn't listen to your podcast, but Luke does, and Luke, you know, actually cares about your relationship with him, and so that was the first setting for it. And then she's like, you got to listen to this. I was behind on your guys' thing. Rude. And I would say we were all a bit hypersensitive this summer oh, to, sure. the yeah. insa- to the insanity that was happening. So, yes, yeah, so things might have been taken out of context. <laughs> things might have been said on your side coming out of a, you know, a little bit of emotion. But all in all, we got through it. Apparently, <laughs> sorry. apparently there was a rebuttal that I never responded to. I think Did I we, miss that? No, because I, I, I think what happened was we brought it up somehow. Because no, I brought it up immediately, immediately in the next episode because I was dying yeah. inside. Well, because like where, like where, where I thought it got uh, weird was because it was actually 
talked about before the report. It was in response to the whole like McCarrick stuff. Yeah, ours and it was, was right. Your no, 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 no. His thing. It his was, was like it was right because we had it was when we had. Um, sorry, sorry, Mel. Sorry, it was no. um, when we had JD. Flynn on. Right, and that it was, was the episode. response to McCarrick, right. uh, like a week or two before the report. Yeah, that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. And so that's why, I, like, I was like, "Wait, what?" That's now what he... JD, in his very political style, kind of so he kind good. of managed it. He kind of slipped. Yeah, it. he yeah. was like, "Well, that's an well, idea. That's that's okay." So yeah, what, I yeah. Was, yeah. what I said was, "Tell us, I knew you were going to do this." Twenty second summary. Twenty seconds. Start your swatches. Count them. I'm going to count this right now. Here we go. At 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Global count this down. Mel, could you drop the temperature a little bit? Because it's getting hot in here right now. <laughs> oh, man. It is getting hot in her. Um, so all I said was there are so many priests who are failing in virtue, right, in terms of chastity and all this stuff because they are overworked. If you're a moderately good priest, you can be overworked in a culture where you have three parishes that are very rural. They're distant from each other. And no one's seconds. holding you accountable. And I said, I have someone built in to hold me accountable, right, a exactly. wife. And that was all I was saying. I wasn't saying pre-celibacy causes the sex abuse scandal, which I'm pretty sure was an exact quote. End scene. Look at Luke, that. 20 seconds. Did he actually just say that? Because I would not have taken you on publicly if you had just said that. It yeah. was... It, it yes. was next. more him trying to. Uh, uh, it was him trying to process out loud. But right, yeah, right, that, right. That was it. Yeah, that I was said real it. sweet and organized and stable. <laughs> yeah. that's like none all of, of my which thoughts. Were the adjectives I would describe <laughs> well, no, that <laughs> podcast. Okay, even JD had to kind of deflect it a bit. Because JD, you were, thing was, you were going at it. You were just kind of. You knew what you were doing. Don't don't play dumb with me right now. Well, so the whole thing was, <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> See, he's getting upset. Everyone here is I watching know. how yeah. calm and collected <laughs> inside. I am screaming. Screaming like a little girl, uh, but uh, or a little boy, either right. way. Um, but the whole idea that I was thinking was the abandonment of priests, the abandonment of priests. And the funny thing was, when I heard your thing, I was like, "But you guys are trying to do the opposite exactly. with the whole companion." So we're thing. actually in agreement. The problem is, yeah, the workaholic yeah. priest getting destroyed by the parish goes home alone, watches Netflix. Off the cliff is where we're going. Yeah. And so I was just saying, like, wow, this is the first time I've ever in my entire life even questioned celibacy. Because if you – I have someone who if I go binge Netflix three nights in a row and then go out drinking, I have someone who will hang my entrails from the trees in the neighborhood as a signal to the other men not to follow (laughs) in my foot. And that's why it's – it's historically unprecedented and right. anomalous that celibate men would live outside of community. Yeah. And nobody seems to care about it's this horrific. except for like a dozen guys in Denver and some, and some scattered people all over the United States. But and for the most part, everybody's saying keep the company line, yeah. keep filling, filling bigger and bigger holes – and just everything's cool. Just it's cool. Yeah, we we're fine. It. We're fine. fine. Everything's like, great. We're fine. The it's house is like, on fire. We're exactly, fine. Exactly. Everything's fine. How long has it been like that? I think that the breakdown happened around the French Revolution. So, like, uh, oh, I guess we're getting years. historical. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say like the '60s. And you're like, well, it was actually that, yeah. the the well, rise the of the. <laughs> yeah, it was. But it, you see, historically, the breakdown uh, begins with the French Revolution. Okay. And then, that makes sense. Um, in terms of the organization of yeah, the church, but thought. then, but then the the collapse really happens in the last fifty years because that's when post Vatican II you have the largest exodus of of priests and religious leaving mm-hmm. consecrated life. Since the Reformation, so you have this massive fallout because the priest shortage is really a it's it's uh, it's not about like we're ordaining the same numbers from before. We just we're missing a generation. Right? Wow. They're just gone, okay. and so you just shuffle guys in and you just fill holes more yeah. and more. And the millennials are burning out. 
They're burning yeah. out harder and faster. The JP2 priests, we're seeing this, and yeah. nobody wants to talk about this, but it's like the guys were going to save the church, the JP2 yeah. priests, were burned out because you're throwing, them, you're throwing them to the wolves out there. Yeah, like, hey, you have zero, like, you went from high school to college, seminary, you're doing all this stuff. It's been about education right. for so much. And then it's like, now that you're the administrator of a $5 million parish, good luck with that. Right. You know? Exactly. Well, and- so what's your remedy? The remedy... Well, I have a lot of thoughts on uh, well, this. Well, number one, Ascension Press is radical communities. Buy my book. <laughs> Buy my book. I think we can all deal with that. Look at that. They're applauding. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Applauding. The first series There's one guy free. booing. Yeah, that's Patrick <laughs> from you. The Crunch. Thank you. That's Patrick from hey, The Crunch. enjoy your thousand <laughs> downloads a week. Um. A week? You mean a month? <laughs> 2,000. Oh, 2,000. Okay, so the okay, Crunch. So first off, we got to get... We gotta get Lay, married people. We, we when we talk about the Companions Project, we have yeah. never we have yet in a decade never come across a married person who didn't immediately get what we were about yeah. and be yeah. like, that is the most basic common sense thing we have ever heard. Priests yeah. living in communities of three or more intentionally, so like living like families, is healthier and more sustainable. Period. It's not more practically effective. We can yeah. spread everybody out all over the place. But it's actually a healthy, sustainable way, especially given the sociological changes that have happened in the last 50 years, right? Yeah. Every single layperson goes, yeah, duh. You talk to most priests, and they're automatically, arms are up, everything's fight. Whoa, 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 you can't do that. You know, you're not a team player. You're, you're not obedient. You don't care about Why don't you go be a religious if you want that? I mean, we have all of our resistance is coming from, most of the time, older priests. It's never from laypeople. Yeah. Do you so think that's the it's first because thing. they're used to being alone now? I think that the last generation are survivors. I think they're survivors, and they have a survivor mentality towards the priesthood. Sorry, I should let you talk here. And they want us <laughs> nope. to be, they, they want to pass on the baby boomer workaholism to yep. the next generation. And guess what? Millennials don't like to work, suck at working, and are just going to find better and more exciting ways to escape out of Hell it. Hell yes! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Netflix, yeah. for making it easy for us yeah. to do that. So you study the history of the Sorry, church. Mel. I said hell. I apologize. Oh, Mel. Mel. <laughs> She's upset. Sorry, Mel. Mel, are you crying? It's okay. <laughs> It'd be awesome. She was like, I'm done. I quit. She just <laughs> takes the computer and just throws I've it. got cool X-Men hair. <laughs> Too, soon. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Sorry. Yeah, that third movie was really awful. There we go. And, uh, and then from there, the practical considerations come, such as the material governments of a parish is not proper to the priesthood or the episcopacy, period. When you study the history of the church, you realize this. This is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. That guy over there is a pastor. These guys, not you because you're, you're a different parish, but he spends more than half of his time trying to fire, hire and fire people, mm-hmm. run budgets, run all these meetings. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all administrative. That's not proper to the priesthood. That's proper to the diaconate in the early church, and I think we've got to get back to that. So you want to have a bunch of old, retired deacons managing the books? Because <laughs> <laughs> those are the only deacons I know, right? You got it. That's perfect. No. Yeah. Or, or laymen. See, I, yeah. I think there's something to that about, about, like, having, can you, like, have, like, a lay guy at the, or gal, I don't know, whatever, I'm Luke is very feminine, empowering, ladies, he will <laughs> throw a I bone. just, I can't get yelled at anymore, um, I'm just tired. <laughs> we are so proud. Hey, this is a safe place, you can leave, Thank you. okay? You don't, you don't have to stay in this podcast <laughs> relationship. I was up till two in the morning, I'm so tired. We drank <laughs> till two in the beautiful I'm morning. I'm so tired. We walked in here at one o'clock, and we were like, good morning. And they're like, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. And we're like, not for us. <laughs> I said good morning to a priest who did it. And I was like, hey, good morning. And he was like, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I podcast. Um, <laughs> like, I do think kind of kind of like how you like have like a marriage where um, you have a spouse on relationship. And then if you really I'm gonna look at the church, she very she, she does have like a feminine um, 
um nature to her. I do kind of um wonder in terms of the overall structure of it. If should we have should we like have a staff that kind of like um, works with the priest like you would a marriage, where there's this kind of like real. Luke, how dare you attack priestly celibacy? No, 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 Uh-oh, watch out, everyone. Father John's going to call you out. You five seconds with that. Someone had a good idea that wasn't yours. <laughs> yeah, hey, Gomer, Gomer, let Luke finish a thought. How does that sound? Yeah, I know, I know. You can't. There's a crowd. Know, there's literally, there's a crowd in our contract, it says I'm not allowed. Seriously, to. Luke, we will, we will recruit you. You can come Thank to you. Catholic stuff yeah. like this. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I'm going to Denver. Hello, South Broadway. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. Everyone, no one's going to get the that problem with this is that priests get isolated <laughs> yep. and then they hire their friends at their parish. What and then it becomes this codependent thing. Priests are operating, it's like a single family, it's like a single parent family. It's like, yeah, yeah and they no, become exactly their needs get met, they become codependent, enabled mm-hmm. by it, and then they bring in their staff. And it just uh, what I've watched guys in the last 10 years when they've done that, it doesn't end well because your friends can't be your employees, right? And when your friends leave at five o'clock. They have to go home to their families, right? They can't stay and have dinner with you and then have drinks and hang out, which is what you want because otherwise you have to face the loneliness of your single yeah. rectory by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, it can work, but I think it needs to be a little more careful. I've, I haven't let you say anything. Sorry about that. Have you ever been alone in, like, for your priesthood, or have you always had that? I was alone until two months ago, so 12 years. Yeah. And, and was that... I, mean, like I, joined the, I joined the companions, but I mean, I moved in with Goble, yeah, two months ago. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's uh, gotta be rough. Uh, yeah, it's, you it's, moved it's, in. It has ups and downs. Um, <laughs> there is just hair everywhere. Yeah. Where is this hair coming from? <laughs> it was like my first How many shampoos does a man yeah. need? Seriously, <laughs> how is there this much three. hair in the sink? The answer is three. <laughs> a three-day rotation of shampoos to get that. Why is there foundation all over the sink? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. But so sorry. You, you've been living alone for how many years? Did you say? Uh, for twelve. I mean, I was living alone. I was, I've been a companion for, what, five, six, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, but, but we, you know, we have as much community as we can without actually yeah. living together, you know, yeah. and that's what I did before this. Um, you know, there, I, I, as a Byzantine priest, I had the option of getting married first. Yeah. And, and so I, I discerned that I wanted to depend upon God for everything. And that, that, that was the discernment of celibacy was, um, do I want to depend upon God for all the same things I'd have from wife and kids? Now, there was a romanticization about that, of course, <laughs> that I had. I'm going hardcore, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dream of every wannabe pious saint, yeah, right? There, like, there's yeah, an attraction absolutely. to the supernatural. It's like when yeah. someone says yeah. celibacy is a supernatural calling, there's an attraction to say, well, I'm going to do something supernatural. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And so, but the, there's a balance between the, the reality of it and having to get advice from people like, don't hire your friends. Yeah. You know, the, the, we, we need even good community to say things like that. Don't hire your friends and, and, and things like that, but there's also, you don't want to lose a sense of that. What has gotten me through my years of living alone, my years of celibacy, was having that romanticization of it and yeah. continuing to say, I am doing something supernatural. God is calling me to this. And mm-hmm. I think th- that that's where it breaks down is when priests tend to say, I can live a life of celibacy. And then when the romanticization does break down, they begin to say, maybe I can have a little bit of the, the exclusive, the intimate, the things yeah. like that. And I, my, my understanding, and I'll, I'll make this very quick, I, I worked in prisons and, and my studies in war and things like that. It does seem that, that a lot of the, the scandal, especially regarding pedophilia, was about control. I, I think the, the, the I, power the, dynamics the, the and issue, stuff like that. Or... My issue is, is not about, about celibacy marriage, even not really about priests living alone. It's, it's about 
the, the culture of what seemed really good, and you had this a lot in Boston, where you had to understand, like, the oldest Irish kid, which is me in the family, ironically, um, got ordained a priest. And, and when, when you, if, if that's the, the culture in the family, and he wants yeah. to please mom and dad, he wants to go in, you go in with this, with this desire to be a priest, you don't actually discern celibacy well, mm. and then you get in there, and you've never had a control in your life. You, yeah. you, your vocation was discerned for you from the beginning, by family, by friends, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so you look at situations of being in prison and war and things like this where, where, where you know, sex is used as, as an aggressive thing yeah. of control. And I think if you're a priest, you're, you're looking for the most vulnerable, and you're going to find it. Ugh. So it's, it's the same thing like what I'll tell someone that, that, that mentions if they explicitly say, you know, it's about celibacy. And I hear that all the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, you all say, the time. So and it's so funny because I never hear that. That was part of the, the sure. thing was yeah. uh, we yeah. never. Yeah. So Andrew was like, I have my family members who are good Catholics telling me I'm on the edge of becoming like a, a, an abuser. Right. And it's like, whoa, I would never in a million years. Right, but right. yeah, keep going. So, so my answer to that would be, you know, how long would you have to go without sex before you became a pedophile? Yeah. And you, you tell people that. I mean, these are secular people I meet in bars and coffee shops. and yeah. Yeah. How long would you have to go without sleeping with someone to become a pedophile, to be attracted to children? It's like, that doesn't make any sense. And when, when you turn it back on them, then they say, oh, well, that wouldn't happen, you know, and they, they get all awkward. <laughs> so, but, but the... The, the empowerment of celibacy, I think, once a romanticization, which can last a man a long time, but once, once that starts to fade, that's when you start needing community. I mean, when, when we sit down every other week with our fraternal group and the companions and we say, you know, how are you doing with, with spending? How are you doing with, with chastity? How are you doing with prayer at the proper hour? How are you doing with relationships with women? We go through this checklist and, you know, you, you get to know the yeah. guys so you can actually have this authentic, and it, it is an accountability, you know, similar to what marriage has in a, yeah. you know, so you guys even I'll talk about like money and stuff and like how you guys yeah. spend yeah. your money. If you oh, want to spend over 250 bucks, you got to have the permission of your fraternal group. There's a whole review that's of life. That's really awesome. freaking cool. Well, it's everything you do naturally. Yeah, with no, you, with uh, your wives. but the funny thing is it's not natural. Most families, so when I work with couples, yeah, it's true. A lot of them now, one of the big trends, I'll hear it on a podcast. My favorite podcast is, um, called hello internet i'm a tim hello does anyone kids. listen to hello internet anyone one two okay oh gosh it's the number one podcast in the world um <laughs> but they talk about like how do you guys pay the bills between you and your wife and it's like well i'll pay one month and she'll pay the next month and i'm like it's your both it's right. both of your money yeah. like what are you talking about like you trade off so there's a lot of people that don't do that we're fanatics me and my wife we're fanatics about that so ours is fifty dollars or more and that's fifty dollars or more yeah, yeah. But that would be stupid for y'all. But the but. point is you have accountability. Yeah. You can't just do what you want. And, and yeah. the, the yeah. enemy of the priestly life right now, which is what got us in this horrible scandal this summer, is self-reliance. Mm. We think we can do it by ourselves. Yeah. And, and the problem is, is we're trying to clean up the mess and then say, okay, now get back out there and do it by yourselves. Yeah. And don't be in the papers. Yeah. That's and basically what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. But, yeah. but automatically, you already know as a married man, you can't do it by yourself. And you got... And, that she's going to bring something to the bear here that you have to listen yeah. to and that you guys have to work together. And if it's 50 bucks, it's 250 it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's an interesting thing that you said about discernment as a Byzantine, that you had to discern celibacy and the priesthood. Yes, totally Is that, would you, was that something? That's proper to the West, but it's been lost in our kind of structure. Guys get on the conveyor belt of seminary, and we basically create these, sorry to steal your homily, GMO <laughs> seminarians, genetically modified <laughs> organisms. So it's like we need to cut out <laughs> we need to cut out all weakness, you know, and we're just going to create these kind of droids, and yeah, then we're going to yeah, kind of yeah. crank them out, and they're going to become superhumans who can who can literally take care of ten thousand families for the next sixty years and be totally fine. It's like this is insane. Yeah. I've like heard of places insane. where it's almost kind of like they are in like boot camp that like they like go and, and, and they like have a guy who's like I'm not your friend I'm not your whatever I'm like here to make sure that like you're like a good priest. <laughs> yeah. right. And there are times I'm like, is that a good thing? 
because, muscular like, Christianity. Yeah, no, yeah. I love that episode. By the way, that was great. And I know that's kind of. I think that was more like a youth thing. Right. I first read that line in James Joyce's Ulysses. That was the first time I ever saw that phrase. Yeah, surprising, but because he saw it in Ireland a hundred years ago. But that's a side note. The machismo. I need to read more books. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite pictures is a picture of uh, what's her name, Uh, Marilyn Monroe reading Ulysses. Oh, (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's well read. People didn't know that. Actually, she wasn't. It was just a photo song, (laughs) photo op. But uh, so this is this is awesome. I think this is great because people don't realize that. When it, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm just sorry. See, I'm not looking at Luke, yeah, so I'm yeah, not yeah. looking for his physical like, cue. <laughs> which is what I do when we also pause. Sorry, anyways, go on. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, people don't case. understand that there are a lot of ways that priests are actively addressing this, that also they're running up against a culture that is antithetical to the real problems that priests are facing. Right. Right. And the culture is reinforcing the problem. Yeah. Self-reliance, yeah. individualism. And Autonomy. it's the same thing that's destroying yeah. marriages, right? It's like, yeah. I don't need you. Um, and they're just, they're breaking apart. And so we have to fight the culture, both within the church and without, but we have to, uh, we have to work together. That's Gomer. why the answer is both. We, we can't. <laughs> That's right. I'm happy you understand Screw this. Screw you, so. Aquinas. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Aquinas. No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get lynched because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't want to say that about a saint. Both of us love old Ballsy. We love Franzers von Balthasar. He <laughs> okay, is one of so uh, the I, greatest people. I, we like, both love him. I was really, I was like, I was like, find a way to bring up Balthasar, Luke. Find a way to bring up I know. Balthasar. I was thinking that the whole time, too. I was literally. So, do you guys ever feel like we steal your ideas about things at times? Because I've done that a few times where you guys have like had like a great thing, and I'm like, I need to talk about this. No, and then, no, and, no. Then, and then we have a podcast, and I'm like, like the whole anima technique of that. Yeah, that was huge, I, and it's still huge. Like that was that, it really was because it was like I mean it was totally I had never heard of it until like um, you guys had that episode, and I was like, holy bleep bleep bleep! This is like so much of my life right now. <laughs> right. Like, it, I mean, it was like Luke's like, an adult earth shattering <laughs> yeah, yeah and i was like i need to talk about this and the only way i can do it is like you know like on the podcast and then probably about like two months later i was like i really hope they don't think i just i just like stole all of their great ideas and just no, made no, it my everything's own. stolen right everything's stolen. Everything. god gave me eyes to plagiarize yeah, and one thing yeah. i had to learn early on was like not every podcast is not comprehensive on the topic yeah, yeah you know yeah, because I, I would write out these outlines and i'll say have i covered absolutely everything so that, that that another podcast can take what we did not do comprehensively jump into it and continue the conversation i have no problem with that at all but the whole point of like the way the faith is lived yeah for some reason in the modern world we think we have to have everything perfectly worked out in a advance and every time we speak about the faith it's like well these are mysteries we're talking about yeah. and yep. so yeah Balthazar's he's flushing these things out he's praying about these he might not be right on some of these things but he's kind of working towards it and we have we've created we've taken theology and instead of being the vehicle that by reason we kind of unpack mysteries it becomes the way that we police orthodoxy yeah right yeah so wait wait it, wait yeah. there are no people on the internet who police orthodoxy yeah so militant.tv <laughs> There's a lot of ooing out there. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I'm, I'm now joined team on Catholic stuff. Um, you should know. So stamps.com there slash Catholic go. stuff. <laughs> That's right. Casper mattresses. We've taken him. So, well, I have a question for you, Goebel. Do you like Luke? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Do you I've like? I've always no. been nervous. Whoa. No, yeah. really. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Seriously. Just answer. Do you like? <laughs> You no, can see, he's not answering like directly, so you know. It's we're like, we're talking to catching foxes. They're like so authentic. They're so raw. You know, they're just like so real. So we need a we need a real authentic moment. Do you like Luke? Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's a nice non-committal. Yeah. 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 Y
guy. Yeah, I love Jared. He's a great guy. Yeah. We all got Jared. Are you talking about the subway guy? Subway of scandal. How have your stickers been received at the? Uh, uh, about we had we had some seminarians that you could uh, see. They were even not, when they even they when they were turned with their backs to you, you can spot that they're seminarians. They were like, yes. and this, they were not pleased. They no. were not pleased Someone with our was joke. Very angry. I was like, listen, it's just <laughs> it's just a thing. It just it is what it is. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, well, you, you, you got to find a way to almost. You got to find a way to like laugh about it, or just or acknowledge it. Or right? acknowledge okay, so, it. So. I have a question. As a guy who may or may not um, work at like a diocese, how do you guys feel a lot of uh, dioceses have responded to this? Like the actual curious themselves and like right. the staff members and like be as brutally honest you as you guys want. You know, I, I, I honestly don't have any idea. I'm so glad I'm a pastor. Like I, mm. I can look every single person in the eye. I can shake their hands, give them hugs. I can say I can be so personal with them. If I had to be as impersonal as a bishop would have to be in that situation, yeah. I have no idea what to do. I honestly think I would write a letter saying, like, love your pastors, let them love you. And I, I don't have, you know, we, we, we are we're abhorred by this. And, and you know, we, we, we need more feedback from you lay people. But I, it's, I don't know how to be impersonal like yeah. that in a letter. Yeah. Thank God I'm a pastor of a small parish because it, it works so well. And, and as soon as everything broke... On one Sunday, I have 120 people in my church on a Sunday. It's amazing. It's small, intimate. Wow. I shake every hand. <laughs> that's and, like how many people and, are on our staff. And, and, yeah. It's a pretty small church because uh, you're the one that's uh, where's where right by the, the seminary, Holy Protection. Yeah, it's okay. okay. Yeah, okay. and so so, but and it, and it was it was there was no tension. There was one woman who didn't come two weeks after it. That's kind of how she is. And she came and she's like, "Are we going to talk about this, Father?" I said, "Yeah, I talked about it two weeks ago. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you, you weren't here, but but there, there's th- that personal yeah. engagement. I don't know how to do it other than that, honestly. So I I don't know how much to say." Yeah. Hmm. I think that's a big part of it is this, these, these mega dioceses. I mean, yeah. Goebbels, Goebbels Parish is bigger than St. Augustine's diocese was. Right? You think about that yeah. in Whoa. terms of number of Catholics, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what? It's like Italy has 230 dioceses oh, yeah, and the yeah. United States is like 213. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, come on. So we're at a point where they're so impersonal. I think the responses have been insufficient Yeah, for the most part. There are some guys... A lot of goodwill and a lot of good bishops yeah. trying, yes, but nobody knows agree. what to do because there's no quick fix. It's yeah. a it's a systemic problem. We're treating we're treating symptoms, and it's like yeah. we're dealing with cancer. Right? Yeah. So it's like you got a cough. We'll, we'll treat the cough. It's like no, like priestly culture is broken, and we've got to deal with it. And we've got and and it's 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 connected to the whole crisis we're going through in terms yeah. of secularization. You guys working for the church? I have a million questions for you about. How do you even manage this? I mean, it's, you know, I don't Sadness. Know. <laughs> I mean, really, like, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I didn't go to work the very next day because I, w- I was also, like, on a whole bunch of drugs. But um, they were all legal. <laughs> I had to take had The to opioid take epidemic is real. It's real. <laughs> I had to take steroids. Um, That's why he's so ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, um, is that Father Mike? Is that Father Michael Schmidt? I have man boobs. Um, so, that uh, is not Father Mike Schmidt. Okay, we clarified that one quickly. Good answer. No, Good it, answer. It, it was, it was like, because, like, again, like, yeah, it was awful. for me, I think one of the hardest parts was you could take out all of the child abuse stuff and put in other things, and it reads the same. Right. I have yeah. experienced things where it reads the same. I've seen it in, in like, other dioceses. And it, it just is like this is not just a issue of priest um, 
it's it just it's it's just not like a pedo- it's it's not just a homosexual thing. It's not just it's not just it's not just it's, it's a communist plot. Just like a pedophilia thing. Yeah. Yeah. The there is like a yeah. system. That, there is there is an issue going on within the church right now where things are broken and people are like hurting and we need real healing. Yeah. Like at like at like diocese, there are people who are broken, not just. Not just because of this, but because of the system. Yeah. Right. Like it's just it's, yeah. it has like worn them down. Yeah, and mediocrity it, is favored. Don't make waves is favored all through. For me, I would say the parish response because he's in the diocese. I'm at the parish level. The uh, I feel like I have a job that I've dedicated my life to, and that people who should have dedicated their life to something and not seen it as a job, the priest, they are treating their vocation like a job that they're done with but right. they kind of have to stick mm-hmm. out to retirement and here i am like i i mean i've committed my whole life to this one thing and i'm watching people who also were supposedly having to make a, a much more radical commitment to the service of the church and they're doing far far less right and when the scandal hit it wasn't like i mean because we all know there are judases everywhere right i mean on our podcast 50 percent of the hosts are judases <laughs> so uh, at different times at different, at different times, times yes depending depends. on the season i'll take your silver <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> slash cf uh no but the but the <laughs> reality he's glaring at me right now <laughs> i'm like oh i'm sorry but the uh, he does hi. he does yeah. hate you yeah <laughs> but in a very real way it's like i'm I, when the scandal hit it was like i feel like you're burning everything down around me and i don't have anywhere else to go like i I have a master's in theology because i have gotten more in like there's more per year to go to catholic school and get the theology degree than i was getting paid for in the beginning and so it's like i am invested this is my life's work and you're burning it to the ground or the worst even worse than the burning it to the ground is the indifference like oh this will blow over Yep. And yeah. you're like, right. I'm not going to let it blow over. Like, here's my question for y'all. Bishop Barron and other people will say, like, hold our feet to the fire. How do we do that? Yeah. Do we do, I'm going to text the nuncio. Yeah, right. Like, what do we do? What does one do? That's all. But, you know, I, the one thing that, that came out of, uh, you know, a diocese I was paying attention to um, was, was that the that people, they, they put out a statement about, like, this is the reality in the archdiocese. And almost everybody I talked to said, I know it's not. Yeah. And, it, and they, they were they were there were some things they had not included in their revelations, things yeah. like that. So, and I get that. But then, honestly, when I, when I put out a thing on Facebook saying, "Hey, we're going to talk about the scandal," like, give us feedback right now. And I mean, people came back with things like, "I got fired from an archdiocese, and they did it the horribly wrong way. I felt dehumanized by getting fired." It wasn't yeah. even about the pedophilia scandal. Right, right, right. It was, yeah. it was no, about exactly. just like misuse of. Mm-hmm. It just it didn't feel like a Christian workplace in yeah. any way. Oh, yeah. You know. This one guy. This one guy told me at a unnamed diocese. He said, "The office of the new evangelization. I have dubbed the office of the no evangelization yeah. because they're so. It's just an unchristian workplace." Ugh. But how do you, I mean? I think the fact that it is a system. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the solution. But there's there's something about like. Um, look up St. Mary of Egypt and St. Moses of Ethiopia, two Byzantine saints mm-hmm. who, who, who did horrible things and left. Is this Moses a, the Black? Yeah. Black le, Moses. Le, le, left to live a life of asceticism yeah. and never came back. Yeah. Like, like imagine a, a priest who says, I did horrible things in the past and it's a secret. Imagine them just leaving and saying, I'm going to become a saint by living a life of repentance. And it's their yeah. own decision. Yeah. Like, get, let, 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 let the bad guys get inspired to become saints by living lives of repentance. Yeah. Exactly. They don't need to keep a face. They don't need to be a mask. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like the answer to um, um, the man's problem in every age is holiness and not manic. 
management. Oh, oh. rap singer for oh, the rap win. Singer. Rap singer. <laughs> Someone give me a Nalgene bottle, <laughs> preferably <laughs> from REI. How much time do we have? Neg- negative two minutes. 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Okay. Mom, negative man. two minutes. Okay, awesome. 30 yeah. minutes. Can you stop throwing that around, please? <laughs> I can't help <laughs> Well, thank you, guys. Well, this no, has been awesome. No, thank you, guys. And I would just like to say that having a brother who works in the church full-time, AMDG grad from Woo! Steubenville, studied theology, he suffers and he feels... The mm. councils a lot more intensely than I do mm. as a priest who works in church. My yeah. life's very comfortable. I get a little paycheck in the month every, you know. And if I don't have the the companions saying, "Dude, you have to live the councils," because he's he's living it automatically. You suffer a lot to work in the church. It's a huge sacrifice financially. You have to be very very careful. You're never getting living wages. You're never getting appreciated, and especially if you're working for priests or bishops who are operating out of this decadent functionalism where they're treating it like a job. Yeah. Then you're getting more work put on you and so mm-hmm. i when i listen to you guys i'm i'm really grateful uh for what you're doing and i and thank I, you and i think that you have a kind of a an honesty and a rawness for this be, precisely because your life is committed to the mission of the church yeah. you're doing it as laymen you're suffering for the church and you're actually allowing yourself to feel the tragedy of the lack of holiness that we're in in this church which has always been the case but we have to allow ourselves to feel and i think that's that's what i would leave it with is to say we have to keep allowing ourselves to be uncomfortable with this, yeah. with the fact that we're still going through this, and we have to do the little we can to make a difference. That is one thing we need laymen to do is to, to witness good holiness to priests. I mean, it, 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 we think it's the opposite, but having yeah. good lay people be holy and make that look attractive even to those in, in, in the ministry, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so well, I'm with, glad we ended this cool on a guys. downer. Scandal. Cool, thanks, guys. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank this you. is great to be with yeah, you. So I hope, I hope we can do this nice. again soon. I'm glad, glad we're just Colorado. alone here and no one's watching. Right, right, right. 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 Yeah. I, it's kind of like a zombie <laughs> apocalypse a bit. It's like they're all going to start going to come at us. He said, you see your meat. I'm too gay me. Well, you guys come out to Colorado so we can repay the visit and Luke can stock up on drugs again. So. <laughs> Coming for you, South Broadway. Just kidding. Just... Luke is such a green Catholic. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I would be so scandalized if I smoked weed. I would feel so bad because I'm such like a youth group nerd that I would never forgive myself. It's <laughs> the so one time in my life I would deal with like scrupulosity or something like that. And I'd just be like, no. Thank you for that insight. <laughs> so I, know, I just did not know people think that I'm okay with smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, this has Patreon. been Catching... <laughs> this has been Catching Foxes. You can find me at Lay Evangelist on Twitter. You can find Luke at the Luke the. Where can they find you, fine folks? Podcast at gmail.com for email, Facebook, Instagram. We're cool. lame. There you go. There you go. And, and right. we, we got to say, just for those who are listening to uh, Catching Foxes right now, Alexa, play Catholic stuff you should know. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you guys again. Oh, Thanks, well, guys. Done. Really again. Fun. well done. Well yeah. done. Cool. All of our people Thanks, listen to Mel. Siri. Thanks, yeah. yeah, Mel. Woo! <laughs> da, 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 da.